It's life on life's terms. Bam! Here we are again. Yeah. The Life on Life Strums podcast, and I'm Tom Robinson. We are not affiliated with any 12-step programs, but we are big fans. Yes, we we are fans. Um, my name is Chris Mandeville, and we are here at a New Way Recovery Center in Quincy, Mass., on Quincy Ave. Um, it's a good spot for resources. If you're in treatment, you don't have access to certain things. Um, it's a fantastic place if you're yeah, in Quincy. Come on down they, and check they, it out. They bless us and let us use this facility every week to bring you this podcast. Great people. Um, and like we have been saying, uh, lolterms.com, LOLterms.com is com, the website. Uh, you can go on to iTunes Podcasts and subscribe there. There is links on all of the on the webpage itself. Uh, if you have Android, you just have to go through whatever podcast uh, app you have. So, well, you go to, yeah, you go to Google Play, Google Play. And download a podcast player. Yes. And then you can search for, after you do that, you can search for the uh, Life on Life's Terms podcast. Yes. And if you're not that tech savvy, you can just go to lolterms.com and all of our podcasts are on there as yeah. well. You know, or you can watch us on Facebook like you are right now. Or YouTube. Hi, everybody. For that matter. Hi. Hey, like, probably not very many people are right now. <laughs> what watching us on YouTube? Oh, yeah, yeah YouTube that. struggles, but hey, it's it's, it's all good. It's all good. So, but you know, hopefully we'll we'll. Uh, yeah, I love I love seeing this. I love seeing all these people pop progress. up. Bing, yeah, bing, bing. Fantastic, yes, yeah. um, and the best part is like I know every one of them. You know, I just saw some yeah. people over there. Um, so tonight we have Seth. I've known Seth for a little while. Um, now, Seth, you can use your last name if you choose. Or Tangerlini. You yep. Okay. Yep. He chooses. Um, and, <laughs> you know, we were in the same group for a while. Um, and I don't know. Like, I met Weird. you, and then you're like, Mandeville? I Family know a Mandeville. Ties. Family ties. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I find out he's known my brother for years. Um, but, Family ties. Yeah. Isn't uh, Michael J. Fox? Yes. Not that doing was too well. Yeah. yeah, poor guy. Hey, at least we have a disease hey. that we can arrest. Hey, how about Charlie Sheen? How about Charlie Sheen getting a year? Yeah, did he really? It's a miracle. Never yeah, such a thing. Yeah, woo! Congratulations, he, Charlie. He was he maybe, was out of his mind. Maybe he'll he'll be able to pay off some of those lawsuits. It works. Oh. It really does. Oh, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Seth's going to share his experience, strength, and hope with us, and uh, financial amends. It's right all there, yeah. Dude. It's all you. Oh, take it over. Yeah, we, we will interrupt you. We'll probably make fun of you. Um, hey, feel free. It's, <laughs> you know, uh, it's I don't all even good. know where to begin with this. Um, I mean, I started from an early age. I grew up in Branchy, one town over from here in Quincy. If you guys are familiar with Quincy, um, you know, I I definitely started everything crazy at an early age. That's for damn sure. I was a maniac right off the rip. You can ask my poor mother this. Um, Always causing problems, always running around like a maniac. There's, like, home videos of me when I was, like, you know, four years old. Like, my brother's older, so I think I was, like, maybe seven when um, when he graduated from high school. I, I very clearly remember seeing the, the graduation videos, like, on the old school camcorder that you had to hold yeah, on right, your shoulder. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and I, I'm covered in mud, running awesome. around like a maniac, sliding down the bulkhead, splinters all through my legs with my poor cousin just trailing behind me. At the graduation? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so like myself, you liked attention. You didn't yeah, care I, if it was good or bad. I, I don't know. See, I still, I still have a hard time looking back to see if I was even doing it for attention or just because like that just was my yeah, 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 I did what I wanted to do when yeah. I wanted to do it, bottom yeah. line, from the get. Yep. And, uh, awesome. You know, I mean, that, that obviously progressed <laughs> pretty quickly into more, more maniac-style <sighs> stuff. Um, you know, fighting with my brother when I was even, I mean, I was, I was younger. Um, and, um, I mean, once, once middle school hit, it was, it was fair game for me to do whatever I wanted to do whenever I wanted to do it, that's for sure. So was anyone else in the house? Uh, my brother, my sister moved to, went to college when I started kindergarten. Whoa! So, wow! Like literally, literally, sounds like sounds like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just kind of talking about. Yeah, that. exactly. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, she, um, I mean, she, she kind of moved away, went to D.C., went to Colorado overseas and stuff to go to school and never really came back other than just to visit. My brother was always local. Um, you know, I always saw him, but he didn't live in my household with, with us. Um, you know, sixth grade came along. Um, I had at least 10 people around me at all times. I, I don't want to say I was, like, the leader, but I guess, like, looking back, like, they kind of followed what I did, which was not good for a lot, a lot of people. <laughs> right. yeah, it really wasn't. Right. Um, <laughs> um and but on the flip side is i was i was that follower for the older guys for, yeah for Daniel. yeah so I, you had already done that yeah i i mean i had i had you know 10 people that were 10 years older than me that i hung out with at 15 they were 25 22 years old and they, i like, wow. when they when they when they said what to do i just did it no matter what yeah so yep. you were 15 hanging around with a with 20 year olds do it i was I was 13, hanging out with my brother and all his yeah, buddies. Yeah, like, I did the same thing. Yeah. Dude, I was driving them around at 13, yeah. no license. Like, I, my brother be, be like, hey, problem. go take the car and go pick Timmy up. Yeah. He's in the shower. Yeah. I'm 13. I'm like, okay. <laughs> go downstairs, go and pick his buddy up, who's old enough <laughs> to drive, has a license, yet I'm still behind the wheel. He's in the passenger seat. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this picture? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? Crazy. That's, that's broken. Um, yeah. Boogie down, broke town. <laughs> I, um... You know, sixth, sixth grade came, um, didn't pay much attention in school at all whatsoever. Basically, what they did was I literally, like, just didn't go. Um, they would call me back. They'd threaten to put a chins on me. My mother would send me back to school. Chins. Got People chin. don't know what that is yeah, nowadays. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, what is it? Kind of uh, similar to, like, a like a probation. To like, make you it, go it, to it was, make you do what you're told. Yeah, you don't show up at school. The chins officer came and got you. Yeah. Like, and uh, it usually True, yeah, like yeah, true one officer. officer yeah, come get you. yeah. It, it it stems off of like your parents having something to do with you, you know, like not going, and they have to kind of go to the court and file for it. But yeah. basically, mm. in my my thing, my mother just thought that I had like a like depression or anxiety or whatever, so she kind of co-signed everything with me. Yeah, which I mean, I agreed for that too because I was off the wall. ADD is is strong with this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, the force is strong. <laughs> I um. You know, sixth grade. I mean, I, I got I got my first major charge in like the first two months: assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Um, I got what was sixth it? grade. The first two months of sixth grade. Yeah. What was it? A, a book a bag. I burnt his face with a cigarette. Oh, nice! Um, Already ripping wow. butts in sixth grade. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, uh, definitely not proud of that. I actually made events to that kid like maybe six months, no, nah, three months, four months ago. Um, did he still have a scar? He did not. <laughs> good. good. Um, That's it a was, good thing. It was over. Like, it was just a little kid scuffle, but I happened to be smoking a cigarette, and I did some stupid stuff with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fighting on the playground with a mob red hanging out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wrapped him up. Yeah. Took it out of my your mouth. My how times have changed. Now the kids are, now the kids are ripping a jewel. I could very fighting. easily draw yeah. you. A, I, I could draw you a stick figure picture of exactly what happened if you're looking yeah. like to do that. <laughs> um, no, so anyway, you know, they kicked me out of school for that. Shortly thereafter, I got a phone call to go back. Um, they gave me a placement test. I placed high on the test, so it pretty much nixed out all the homework and everything I had missed. They put me back in the same classes. At that point, the teachers didn't like me, bottom line. I wasn't no. really mouthy to them. I just didn't abide by their rules whatsoever. It, like, I, I, I see it. I've had ex a little bit of experience with it. Like, you know, kids usually with ADD, like, they're smart. There's just not enough for them to do. That's exactly true. like they they've been teaching kids the same way for fucking hundreds of years. I think it might be time for a change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the classroom, the everybody lined up. You know what I mean? Like everything else has changed around except for how we teach right. kids. Uh, you know? Yeah, I, I think that there, there's some there's some changes. My kid. Uh, He's iPad, you know what I mean? Yeah. A little yeah. different. Just yeah. some changes. It, it, yeah, yeah, a lot I've, of it's... I've seen, from when I went through and what I what I saw and, like, how I dealt with it, and obviously medication was huge back then. Yeah. I had a lot of friends, like, I, again, my mother my mother thought that I was, you know, depressed, anxiety, had me going to doctors. Mm. They were kind of saying the same thing, but I came up borderline ADHD, ADD. <clears throat> I had friends that were... A lot, were lot of letters. I, I yeah. had, um, I, yeah... <laughs> I had friends that were, um, you know, on Ritalin or Adderall or whatever. I don't even think Adderall existed back then. I think it might no, have just Ritalin, been Yeah, Ritalin was the big thing. Bottom back, line yeah. is they excelled and I went downhill. Because like, you weren't was, taking the medication? Yeah, because it wasn't offered to me. They actually oh, had me on okay. when I was 11 years old. 
So that's the way they went with me. Oh, well, that explains a lot. Right. So, um, the end of sixth grade, I, um, I caught another major charge. I got arrested with drugs in school, um, with money in my pocket. There was an intent charge, not the right thing. Looking back after, like there was a certain time in my life. I look back at my nephew who was in the same grade at that point in sixth grade. And I was like, what, (laughs) like what the hell? Intent to distribute. Yeah. You can, you can cuss. On school property with intent to distribute. Um, so how much did you have? I had $2,200 and 18 hits of acid. Oh, well, yeah, um, it's a lot of money. Again, that's where, the, that's where the know, older kids. That's, that's where the older kids situation came in. You know, I was just trying to do the wrong thing to impress them or whatever yeah, the case yep. may have been. Mm. And I was asked to do a couple things, and I did a couple things, and I paid the price Dude, for it. I remember buying my first sheet of acid yeah. and being like, "What the what the fuck is this? Yeah, that yeah, ain't uh-huh. a sheet. Yeah. I'm expecting a sheet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like no, it's a sheet. <laughs> it's ten by ten. It's a hundred hits. Right. Trust me. Yeah. You know, same yeah. thing." So I yeah, was that, doing the same that, shit. Uh, sixth that went, grade that went downhill quick. Seventh. Uh, so sixth grade got booted. They let me in seventh grade. Seventh grade didn't go. Had summer school. They gave me a placement test. Put me in ninth grade. They they made me skip grade because <clears throat> I placed so high on the placement test. Ninth grade didn't go. Put me back in ninth grade. Dropped out in ninth grade in the alternative program at Braintree High School. I went to an alternative high school. Yeah. Yeah. It was the actual high school. It was just the alternative kids were stuck in a room about this size with 10 other like-minded people. That yeah, so it was like fucking like, chaos yeah, right we, from the jump. We did, we did like stock market in the morning, <laughs> and we read like like John Grisham books. Yeah. Like, yeah, a little weird. Friday what? was uh, Friday was field trip day no matter what. So we'd go sledding I, and such. Yeah, I bet you that was fun. <laughs> um, <coughs> um, at this, like at the... While this was all going on, I actually had a girlfriend pretty much the whole entire time who was a um, very like-minded person, um, had a lot of family issues. Um, she was very much into drugs, probably a lot more than me at that time. She she already had quite the addiction going, looking back at it now. I really We really didn't even know what it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, she just knew she needed something. I knew that she needed something. I never really necessarily helped her get it, but I knew that she would do anything to do so. And this is more cocaine, and this is prior to the opiate epidemic. Um mm. And, you know, so, like, we, we kind of split off. She went a very dark path, and, um, you know, she, she's still alive. She's doing very well. She's been sober for 20, uh, I'm sorry, 12 years now. Nice. Um, but nice. she's no longer allowed in the United States. Um, she, <laughs> wow. She, 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 lives, she lives in Ireland. Um, she's, again, she's doing really well. Is she, did she, was she from Ireland? Uh, she was. She wasn't a U.S. citizen. She got in some trouble. Wasn't. Here. She went. Yes. Oh, she, okay. Um, she got in some trouble here, obviously, major trouble, went back there, and now she's just, you know. Yeah, don't come here. Yeah. Uh, um, a lot of my time, though, was based upon not caring about anything but what I was doing and what she was what was going on with her. So I didn't pay any, any mm. nothing. I paid no attention to any of the consequences I was facing for whatever reason, any fight I got, anything whatsoever. My mind was just all wrapped up in, like, the, I kind of had, like, this older mentality that, like, again, looking back now, it, like, it bothers me that I had it like that because I never really actually had a childhood. I went right. from 10 years old to, like, a, a, try, a trying mentality of a 20-year-old. Right, yep, yep. <clears throat> um, mm. You know, I uh, uh, dropped out of school, got in more trouble, ended up court-stipulated court to get my GED and such, scored really high on that test as well, uh, and I, I had the availability to get into the union. Um, got into the union at 19 years old. Which, you, which one? Local 103. Um, wow. As an electrician, my brother is also in that union. Um, he pulled some strings. He was a teacher at the union hall at the time um, and, you know, started school. And meanwhile, this is when OxyContin was hitting the scene very hardly, especially in South Boston and Charlestown, which all my friends so and all the people in my early, class, mid-90s? It was, um, it was 96. Yeah, mid, yeah. 97, maybe, something like that. Yeah, so it was it was crazy. It was rampant overnight. And at that point, I had just pretty much started. I mean, I was into everything. I loved ecstasy, smoked a, a shit ton of weed. Um, dust? You ever get into dust? No, no dust. No dust. Dust um, is hard to come by, right? Yeah. yeah but I got it. Except for when I was a kid, the little yellow, yellow pills, it, they were passing off as THC, but yeah. they were really angel dust. Uh, we had a bunch of people that were pretty heavily involved in the New York hardcore scene, so they oh, would yes. go... Oh, yeah. Go up to New York all the time. Dude, every time I take one hit, be like, bling. It was so ba- gross. Boston hardcore mm. in the 90s is very much part oh, of my story. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I uh, I um, had some friends who were into into uh, Boston hardcore scene. Oh, um, uh, yeah. It was great. Shout out to Sam Black Church and Shree. Yeah. 
Tree. <laughs> Dude, hey, Mad Balls coming. Are they? January 24th, yep. Call me. Yeah. I'm down. I'm <laughs> Middle East. I want to, I'm down. So, uh, you know, I... I got into the union, um, started eating Percocets pretty much on a daily basis. I remember, I, I vaguely remember, but I definitely do remember being kind of sick for the first time and wondering what the hell was going on with me. And then, you know, I just ate another one because I, I had it. It's just, you know, I didn't think of eating one that day. Yeah, I ate yeah. it and it went away. I'm like, yeah. I, it was Dude, when I started, it was like, I think it was like three years before I knew what dope sick was. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I just, it was, I they had were, it. They were cheap and everywhere. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? But, but that's the thing. Like, I... I didn't even get involved in them. I, I went right to the dope. Yeah, you know. Yeah. See, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. I mean, at this point, I still had a lot of friends. A lot of them again started getting into. I remember very clearly. I was eating perks on a daily ba- basis, and I had a couple friends from you know my childhood that were getting into the OCs, and me calling them like you know scumbag losers, and you guys yeah. are fucking absolute idiots, and what are you yeah. thinking? This, that, the other thing. And I also remember the first time that I got a needle stuck in my arm with an oxycontin, and it happened to be that kid. That did it to me. And I was, you know, looking <laughs> yeah. like it's like crazy, you know? Yeah. And I was always that one, like, I'll never do that. I'll never touch a needle. I'll never do this. And, of course, it obviously progressed to that. When I it came s- time, there was not a thought in my mind. I said, dude, I said the same thing. Like, I sniffed dope for, like, two and a half years. Yeah. And we had these kids coming down from UNH. Only on the weekends. They'd buy a couple bags. They'd be like, hey, you mind if we get off here? And I'm like, nah, whatever. I'm like, that ain't for me. And... Um, I remember coming home and seeing my girlfriend, and I was like, "You fucking shot it, didn't you?" <laughs> what? What? I'm like, "Where is it?" Yeah. That? Yep. I will never do that. I will never do that. Where is it? Yep. That yeah. fast. Yeah. And then, and then it was game, game fucking game over. over. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <clears throat> um, while going through union school again, I I, uh, I met a girl. Um. You know, I, I consider at the time my love, the love of my life. Um, you know, I got into OxyContin right around the same time. Again, all it was all South Boston, Dorchester, Charlestown kids that I hung out with and that were in my class in general because they kind of take precedence. Yeah, everybody was but, doing them Florida runs yeah, back then. Yeah, so... Um, they were all over the place. I mean, we had no problem. Like it was if if we didn't have them, another kid would, and we just yeah. wheeling and then wheeling that, right before class. The, the pharmacy robberies yeah, were absolutely. huge. Our teachers were like laughing at us because, like, at this point, the epidemic hadn't hit as hard, and people weren't dying yet. They were obviously, yeah. but not as much. But, but like your teachers were dude. laughing at you because you were doing oxys. Oh, there was just. I mean, there was twenty five kids in a room that were just like face planted on their desk. Yeah, while they're like, going over the same stuff in second year that they did for first year. So I think at that point they could get like, uh, like it was. It was crazy. Like I, I, I shot heroin for a long time, and I think I saw like three people overdose yeah. in 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 the the span. You know, and like every every once in a while, yo, you hear about so and so. You know, yeah. not like. Daily, yeah, like I, now. I very, very clearly remember the switch when it was like 50-50 when they started cutting it with fentanyl opposed to just yeah. doing 100%. And, and I remember, I I think I had just gotten out of treatment and they legalized needles. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to get fucking ugly. Yeah. And sure as shit. Yeah. Because you had to hunt them down back in the day, dude. Right. Yeah. Like me and Tom have talked about yeah. it. I was MacGyver, dude. Yeah. I could make any set of works work yeah. it didn't matter like i just i'd frankenstein them together you know now you could just walk in and buy a pack right i know? used to drive down to uh, rhode island to get them get them in the yeah pharmacy in rhode island. I've, I've seen kids all dressed up ready to go out for the night walk in buy a pack of pins right and then steal the water yeah like yeah. you really you it's could the pay the dollar for the water the last three and they're sneaking into the club too, yeah so. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> crazy um no, so bottom bottom line is, uh, I I ended up graduating Union School. I became a journeyman um, right at the right at that same time, roughly. Um, I, I proposed to the girl that I was with. Um, I don't think I had been to treatment yet at that point, but sure as fuck needed it. Mm. Um, mm. Off and on, keeping myself sober, dying on the couch for three days, keeping it together for a week. And then going right back to it, like thinking, you know, I could drink or whatever the case may be. Obviously, not the case. Um, you know, um, I don't know. I graduated when I think I was like twenty two, maybe whatever. Um, you know, I I told like I started getting more into stuff, and um, I'm sorry. By the time I graduated union school, I had, I had started shooting heroin, using heroin. That's right too. Me and my me and my girl at the time were separated. 
uh, it was like 4th of July, I forget what year, I had a, uh, we had a party for a friend of mine that had passed away in a car accident, and we were doing coke together, and I went home, and I know I had a, a loaded needle in the house, and I walked in, and for some reason, it was fucking 3 o'clock in the morning, I told her I was going to take a shower. That's my, <laughs> because my first instinct was to, yeah. to use it. <laughs> yep. So yeah. I literally looked at her and said, I'm going to take a shower, and I, I, I clearly remember her, the look on her face, like, what the fuck is this kid talking about? And I, I shot to the bathroom. Grabbed the pin, was just about to hit, and the door swung open. It was her. I threw it in the sink, and I threw a, a towel over it trying to block it. And she was trying to get by me to see what I threw in there because I, I think at that point she might have just thought that I was sneaking coke and not sharing it with her. Yeah, know? right. And at that point, like, like she had no problem doing lines like once every once in a while and just leaving it alone, that type of person. I had, I had the same type of experience. Dude, the bathroom door swung open. I had it still in the spoon. I kept my ex off of me with my foot, and she was going nuts. <laughs> I sucked that up in the spoon <laughs> yep. and hit, and it's like nothing could stop. You know what nope. I mean? It's like, nope. You're um, so single minded. Like, yeah, I, uh, gross. So I threw a towel over it. She grabbed it when it, it flipped up. The needle fell on the ground. She picked it up and started screaming heroin and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, like looking back, that's fucking crazy that that happened. And yeah. meanwhile, we're in my, my we were living together at the time, but I was kicked out of the house. So we were kind of like getting back together and um, screaming that in the middle of the night. It was like two a.m. My landlord's upstairs, and my mother and father are both in the house. So I remember my mother waking up, wondering what was going on, and then my father grabbing the needle from my girl, and uh. um, you know, shit hit the fan the next day. But oh yeah. The way we dealt with it was go to the liquor store, get some booze, sit on the back porch and talk about what my next move was. Meanwhile, detoxing like a maniac and, you know, drinking to ease the pain while I figured out a plan. This was on a Sunday, I very clearly remember, because there was nothing really open. Um, and, you know, the next day's game plan is for me to go to my first detox. And uh, the only one that my girl at the time could find is the old cat. We just had this conversation the other night, Catholic Charities in Brockton. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, over at the VA, which, like, put Dimmick to shame. <laughs> I know. Oh. What do you mean by that? Just just people people consider this detox a horrible detox that yeah. they talk about all the time, and this yeah. place that me and Chris are familiar with, it, was, it put that place to shame. Catholic Charities, you mean it's on uh, 123 in Brockton? That yeah, place. now it's... Um, the old VA. They, yeah, the old they VA. built something there now. Um, I, don't, I don't even right know. Right across from... Oh, oh yeah, building... Uh, 60. Yeah, it was on, it was on VA grounds. Yeah. I was there for eight hours. When I when I was there for eight hours, I think they gave me uh, Libriums, and I was sick. And I was like, once I got really sick, I left. I was like, I can't do it. You got to get me. Were, they were something. treating us with five milligram Percocet the first time I went there. Oh yeah, yeah that or Davon. Dude, it was so crazy. I I go in there right, and uh, I'm talking to this dude. Because they had the guys on one side, girls on the other, and he's, and he's like, yo, yo, yo. And I hear the name, and I'm like, come to find out, they were customers of mine that I had never met. Like, my my girl was meeting them all the time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then, <laughs> so we come up with some fucking master plan. We all leave together, of yeah, course. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> So. Yeah, Dakota Dimmick. Yep, you know. Yeah, always beds at Dimmick. I don't care what anybody says. The worst I went was Shattuck Hospital. That was nasty. That was a bad. Oh yeah, bad head. yeah. I you want to never had the pleasure of the Shattuck. <laughs> Start static, end up at the Shattuck. <laughs> that's where you go. From, that's where you go from jail. Yeah, you know, go with go with a broken left arm. Come out with a cast on your right. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was insane. It was nuts. Dudes yeah. didn't ever want to go there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, um, I mean, moving forward from there, like, I mean, I became a journeyman. I was working pretty steadily. I was making a damn good amount of money for my age. Uh, I mean, fast forward through multiple detoxes, first cushy ones like uh, Gosnell down the Cape to shitty ones, whatever the case you want to call it. Um, and uh, then I started I started getting sectioned a lot or, or sectioning myself because I was either at the beginning, I was, <coughs> I was wanting to go to a regular detox and literally just get hit off with some meds and walk out the door because I felt better. Yeah. You know, it yep. allowed me time. It would take me four hours to get the intake and be, you know, medded up. And then I could mm. walk out the door and be high in two hours because at Hustle, I'd be not sick anymore. Yeah, yeah. It was just that initial point, like, yeah, exactly. damn, what am I going to do? I'll just go to that's, detox. That's, that's a huge part of my story, it, actually. That's, doing I detox. never went to detox to get sober, dude. Yeah. I never went. Yeah. I went because I didn't have a hustle at the yeah. moment. My guy got busted. Right. Like, it wasn't yeah. sobriety. What, yeah. I have no idea what that is. Yeah. What's that? See, I, I didn't mm. I didn't really realize, like, what actual sobriety was. I knew right. sober was, you know, sober. Like, just, um, 
you know. Every, I, every, hey, I used to be one of those people. Yeah, dude, I'm sober. Yeah. I ain't done heroin yeah. in about two weeks. Yeah. But I'm drinking, I'm eating pills, I'm yeah. smoking weed. Yeah, yeah I'm sober. It's, e- it's yeah. either I switched or I just have, you know, bouts of like two months without a Johnny and a Red Bull. Or, yeah, you know, but I didn't right. know it anything weed, about weed recovery went, weed went out the window way back in like fucking 1921 with yeah. me yeah <laughs> I, I i didn't know nothing about recovery yeah. like exactly. i remember sitting in the catholic charities on main street yeah. across from home cafe and people coming in and speaking and i'm just like uh <laughs> yeah. like i didn't hear anything oh hey <laughs> <laughs> baby girl Flavor. needs me i'll be uh, right back yeah so i mean i just i just kind of uh I went there, but I listened to everything they had to say to me. I mean, the, like I told them that I had been diagnosed like via like an eight-hour psychological battery test with uh, with depression, anxiety, all that eight stuff. Eight-hour? Yeah, like it's, it took me quite a while to get it. It took like a year of, um, you know, like like scheduling and all that stuff, and they do like... They do it all for eight hours. Eight, eight, hours, eight hours straight. At the wow. point, I they wanted me to be sober for six months prior to doing it, and I actually had a true six months of white-knuckle sobriety. Wow. Um, well, you're and, probably pretty insane at that point. Yeah, it was. I was out of my mind. I've been, I'm still out of my mind. I just yeah, know how to yeah, deal yeah. with it a little bit better. That's the truth. Um, <laughs> my my girl can testify to that. Um, I just, you know, um, I did whatever they told me to do. I would go to treatment for the seven days. I would go to a 30-day treatment program and or section, whatever the case may have been. They would tell me to do do the meetings that I needed to do. They would tell me to follow up with a doctor, psych doctor, this doctor, whatever. Mm. They'd put me on Vivitrol. They'd throw, throw a bunch of psych meds after knowing me for three days. They'd throw me a yeah. bunch of random-ass psych meds. That I, just, I was told, uh, yeah, you need, you need to get on antidepressants right away. Yeah. And I'm like, why? You don't even hardly know yeah. me. I Just yeah. the first meeting. Yeah. No, if you did heroin, that's right. it. I, I, went, I went to a place. Uh, I'll, I'll keep it nameless. I went to a place, saw a doctor who I will also remain nameless. And, um, like, he literally sat me down for, like, I don't know, seven minutes, and by the time I left there, I was prescribed um, Seroquel, just not for sleep, though, 50 milligrams in the morning, 50 in the afternoon, 100 at night for a mood stabilizer, mm. and lithium at the same time. So what that did was, literally, when I got out of treatment, I went home, I got the prescription, I started eating it like I was told, and I was awake for 17 days straight. Wow. Um, that looked like hell to me. Hallucination. At the at the, like probably by day nine or ten, I very clearly remember that. Looking back now, um, I was literally watching the clock to go to a morning AA meeting. Like it was me waiting for my dude to stop, just because I was so out of my mind. By like day five, I was grabbing all my old hats and washing them. I had washed the bathroom, the kitchen, back to the bath, just trying to keep busy <laughs> and just trying to waste yeah. time. I couldn't sit still, but I didn't like. I just needed to keep going. And um, wow. what it did, like, I mean, it literally intensified how I live my normal life in sobriety. Like, I'm always go, 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 but those oh, drugs yeah. just made me fucking go absolutely crazy. Um, so I ended up going back to the doctor saying that. He said I had an adverse reaction. He was, like, shocked that this doctor that knew me for seven minutes would give me this stuff after, you know, all oh, this Oh, so stuff. this is a different doctor. Yeah, I went yeah, I went to my primary care, and he was like, oh, you know, okay. get off it right away. He gave me some sleeping meds. I slept for four days straight. Um, I remember coming out of it and like I was so uneven at that point. Yeah. Um, I just, I didn't even know what to do. So right, yeah. right back to opiates without even a thought. In my oh, mind. Like, really? No matter how that much I sucks. wanted to stay sober at that point. Yeah. Um, went right back to opiates. Um, so this was, this was, uh, <laughs> I don't even remember a time frame on that one. But meanwhile. Sorry, daddy duty called. <laughs> daddy duty. She had, she had to pee. <laughs> That's, that's, a, that's the reality duty daddy. of sobriety huh? recovery. I said at least it wasn't the duty daddy. I know, right? Um, <laughs> daddy duty for duty daddy. Yeah, right? Um, oh. So, me like, during this time or whatever, me and my me and my girl were separated. Oh, I, I t- like, reverse a little bit. We had gotten married when I was 25 years old. Oh, we, uh, nice. And then, like, I was still in and out of treatment. Um, she... Um, we were separated at one point. I had gotten and remained white knuckle sober for quite a little bit of time. We started talking to each other again. She had moved to her her grandmother had passed. Her uncle was living in the house. She had moved there, um, which was like a mile away from where I was living with my mother. Um, we decided to buy the house because the house was up for grabs. We bought mm. the house, planned and had a child. Um, everything was going nice. good. I was working. I forget if I was actually sober, sober, but I know I wasn't doing opiates or drinking like a fish. 
Mm. Um, like oh, I really, that does I, help. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it keeps the facade <laughs> on well. Right. It, doesn't, it right. didn't help my, my crazy thoughts and disposition. Yeah, right. Yeah. Misery. Um, yeah, inner, yeah, inner misery. Yeah. Right. Got, got no solution. Right. Right. So, um, I mean, fast forward again, in and out of treatment all the time. This is I, this is when I, I kind of picked up more alcohol than uh, than opiates because opiates are harder to get. I mean, it was it was either perks or perks or it was still heroin at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I drank, it was just it was just nonstop. And then then the drinking progressed from you know drinking till I blacked out, but being able to handle it in the morning and going through like a week or two and not drinking, and then same thing to drinking and just not sleeping and drinking and drinking and drinking so it went from yeah. binge to daily da- daily like daily like crazy daily like i've yeah daily it was <laughs> like saturated like you have one like, or two drinks and you're loaded it, all over it again got, it got to the point that either i was i was doing opiates or heroin or this is during the switch so it could have been fentanyl whatever the case you want to call it and I would use it as a detox tool. If my guy wasn't around in the morning, I would immediately grab like a pint. I'd feel better. But once I started drinking, I didn't want to stop drinking. So by the time dude even came around, I was emaciatedly fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, then like it was midnight, so I just keep drinking. Next thing I know, I'm 40 hours into drinking, and I just don't even care about dude anymore. Yeah, right. Three days later, I'm, <laughs> I'm physically detoxed off of heroin because of alcohol, but I'm so screwed up, I can't even walk. Yeah, right, and, right. Uh, yeah. Like in 20-minute intervals of sleep every two, three hours or passing out. Yes, yes. You call it. Passing um, out, but like when I that it got to the point when I started drinking, like literally, I'd stop smoking cigarettes, drinking any kind of liquid, eating any of that. I would just sit and drink. Yeah, your, your body was just surviving off the booze, right? Um, like major hospitalizations, pancreatitis, potential liver failure, potential kidney failure, both at the same time once, two well, alcoholic no. comas. So were you able to feel better at these when you were that fucked up, or was it starting to not work anymore as a if something to make it, you happier it would, it would literally be oh i was just a depressed miserable mess didn't want to talk or see anybody but like if um if i went an hour without a drink i'd immediately feel sick like physically sick physically yeah yeah physically sick for sure i would i definitely couldn't sleep if i got to that that point i would have to drink till i passed out to be able to even sleep at sleep all. yeah because i wasn't burning any energy by any means i was just laying there on the couch you yeah, know what I'm yeah. so <clears throat> um Where's your wife at all? Uh, this this all is a, this is after we were separated and oh, the divorce right. papers were coming through at the same time. Um, mm. And I mean this this is like a like rinse wash repeat thing. This went on for like yeah. maybe two years of just uh, like I'd literally go to the hospital for two weeks, come home, do the same thing over again. It, or it it switched to uh, going home, drinking, becoming that 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 way again within three four days. Going to say Brockton Hospital in the morning at 5 a.m. because I had no booze left. Um, getting hit off with Ativan at the time because I hadn't popped for opiates yet. They'd hit me with Dilaudid too because I'd say I had stomach pain. I think it was my pancreatitis yeah. coming back. Yeah. Get hit off. Ulcers, as, whatever. As soon as I hit me off with it, I'd sign the paperwork and go leave. Go home, grab a bottle, drink, go to go to South Shore Hospital that night. Wow. Uh, like it, it was, it was like it was the same thing. It was to Bananas. the point that then I started hitting Milton and I started hitting um, Jordan down in Plymouth and. It was just making the circuit. Yeah, it was just the same thing. So, so like, oh, hey, what's up, Seth? Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. They knew me by name. They had nicknames for me. I knew every nurse. I was on 24-hour watch. They liked to t- tie me down and held on me a lot. Um, I was, cause <laughs> I, held I, all. Most, held all? Most of the time that I had got familiar. there, I, I don't even remember being brought there. Either brought there by ambulance or asking my mother to drive me, but I yeah. was in, like, just. Uh, a messed up state. I mean, it's just I, obliterated. That's just a nightmare. I had woken, a, a I had raging woken, living nightmare. Yeah, I had woken up with my clothes cut off me multiple times, and my mother had to sign all, all sorts of paperwork that I wasn't even going to make it through what, what it was I was going through. Yeah. Um, pancreatitis being one of them. But you weren't hurting anybody but yourself. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Nobody around me cared whatsoever. <laughs> mm. I had no loved ones. Um, no. You know, it just it was crazy like that. And um, it, like before and after and during this whole situation, I was I started becoming prone to seizures from it. Um, so then it got to the point that I was using the hospitals just as much, but I was also seeking out anything and everything with alcohol in it. Um, mouthwash, hand sanitizer, rubbing alcohol. Uh, first yuck. time I was hospitalized. Let me get a shot of that Purell. First time, Purell. Um, I'm the counter <laughs> jumper at the hospital when I'm in a certain state of mind that I'll jump the counter, grab the bottle of Purell because the shit on the wall is fake. Uh, so I'll grab the uh, Purell from the nurse's station, bar my room with my foot in the door, suck it down before staff comes in and tra- tra- like oh, the, that's, that's, that's part of my yes. alcoholic story. That's, 
That's manageable, wow. though. I mean, your yeah. life was not unmanageable at that point. It's, just, it's crazy to think about looking back with, like, more of a clear head and how fucking, like, the shit that I put these people through, even, like, people I didn't even know and the stuff yeah. I was doing is absolutely fucking insane. Right. Um, yeah. Does it, does it feel like it wasn't you? It absolutely like now, feels like it was. Now. 100% oh, it feels yeah. like yeah. it wasn't me. It's at, like you're at, watching a wicked, bad at, fucking absolutely, movie. Absolutely. I can relate to that, yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's like another I've, person, I've since another made life. amends to a lot of the nurses, and, like, they, they like... They congratulate me, which I don't even like that yeah. when it comes from. But it's 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 that's how I know like where I'm at now and where I was then when they say like how good I look. Yeah, and, like, I, right. Because you walk in and I, they have no I, fucking clue who you yeah, are. I have to They're explain like, it. And then they, can I help you? I, my name is fucking Seth Tangerlini. So they hear the name and it'll all come out. Thinking, yeah, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. where? Where is he? Yeah, it's, it's not, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not like, you know, Mike Smith is here. And yeah, yeah. Right, it's, right, it's, right. So Tangalini's back, like, oh, shit. And then they see me and they're like, whoa, you know? Yeah. Um, that's that's the that's the good stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what, that's yeah, what yeah. keeps you wanting to yeah. that was, do that was, this. Those are the first ones that I had made when it, when it became, the, the you know, time to make amends. It was like all the place I had stolen from and all the nurses and doctors that I had fucking destroyed for, mm. like, a long period of time. The, like the we don't really understand like some of these people like well all of them i mean the, the field that they're in they have hearts and they yeah. care yeah. like yeah. they become attached to us right. you know and right. we're just repeatedly fucking hurt yeah. hurting them yeah. well, you know so, i mean saying that like i came in an absolute mess and if i actually decided to stay which towards the end i did because i actually really wanted help mm. um and, you know, these nurses would, you know, bring me the stuff that I needed, obviously, because that's their job. But they'd also sit down and talk to me because they'd right. known me for so long. Right. Once my head cleared up every single time, even from the first time, like even when I, you know what I mean? Um, you know, they'd come and they'd help me and we'd talk or whatever. And then like literally a week later, I'd be back in front of the same nurse and fucking completely gone out yeah. of my mind. And, 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 and they're just like, wow. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to explain to her how I'm feeling and why I'm doing what I'm doing. But I don't even know how I'm feeling or why. I'm right. Doing and, you really and, don't. But the, the conversation you had a week prior you probably meant what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, no, I absolutely did. You know, oh, yeah. but I need yep. help. I want help. Once we lose that this? power of choice, yeah. fucking yep. all cards read zero, right. like always. So you can't uh, you can't you can't face the feelings once you once you start to realize that life is real and yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be. That's more or less it. I see. In I, reality, I, for a while, I never knew whether to, whether to like. Obviously, I have a fear of the past and a fear of the future, and the fear of the past gives me depression. The fear of the future gives me fucking anxiety. Yeah. So yeah. now, like in, in the the state that I'm in now, I know how to deal with these things. Back then, I would immediately turn to drugs, alcohol, or whatever the fuck would get me yeah. out of that yep. situation. And Stop it, thinking about what you got to do, and yeah. you're like, oh, and, fuck. In, in turn, I wouldn't <laughs> even care about running over people to do what I was doing either. And mm. in reality, that would just cause more problems for me to be more depressed about, more anxious around the same like different like it was just yeah it was non-stop revolving cycle door. yeah um mm. so i ended up i i got divorced which um you know it, it's it sucked at the time i think it was for the best now my daughter is absolutely the world to me um you know and, and i'd have her for intervals of sobriety in my life and like we, i spent every waking hour thinking about her you know yeah. Um, mm. I, you know, working, taking her as much as I absolutely can, making her happy, trying to do all that, but never paying any attention to what, like, the, that hole I had in my fucking soul. Right. Um, like, like yeah. literally just taking care of as much things around me other than myself and, uh, uh, like, not knowing how to do it at all either. Like, because, again, I was listening to doctors for so long and, like, you know, medication this, and I knew yeah. I didn't want to yep. get on any more medication because yeah. it never worked in the past. Why would I attempt that? But, um, it's hard to work on yourself. Yeah. It's not comfortable to work right. on yourself. Yeah. Like, it takes initiative and being proactive yeah, to work on right. yourself. Absolutely. So um, right around, uh, I, I, again, I don't know time frames very well, but um, I started using again. I was selling a little bit to try to foot some bills for some stuff, and then I got hooked up with this dude. Shit came easy, like very easy. Um, went off the deep end very quickly. The the this my last run was like by far the longest and the worst run I had ever had. Normally they get shorter for people. Mine just yeah went. yeah. You you popped in and out once in a while yeah. and yeah. I know. very clearly remember the last time I saw you. Fair to say you look like shit. Yeah yeah. <laughs> you know, so, it was, uh, it was, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. And I knew I knew um, <laughs> I knew I wanted to stay sober. I just didn't know how and yeah. What ended up happening was I used, and then I couldn't stop, and um, I wanted a way out, and for literally from day one, but fast forward a year and nine months later, I'm still doing the same thing, 
giving it the one more day. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll go to treatment like, tomorrow. Like, what the fuck? The next day, Almost like, two years later, yeah, what happened? Exactly. It went yeah. by like fucking crazy. It was absolutely crazy how quick it went by. Yeah. Um, so bottom line is um, I, I went to uh, I went to a detox. I got I got kicked out on day two for fighting with a kid in the day room, which is stupid. But I at this like I literally prayed on this. I did everything I could with myself for myself to like force myself to go to treatment and stick with it, no matter what anybody said, no matter what. Yeah. <clears throat> um, because like I literally had nothing left. I was by myself in a room for like a year. I didn't even have a phone anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I, right. I, like very rarely did I walk to the store to do anything. I was rolling my own cigarettes. A one eighteen dollar bag would last me fucking a month without having to see the sunlight. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I was eating cake batter. Well, more on that later. Nice. Uh, so like, um, I yeah. shit was good. Yeah, um, like daily cake batter. Bat- daily cake batter makes you gain weight like a motherfucker. Um, okay. So I, um, I went. I, I went to. I went to a detox. Um, I got kicked out. I called for a ride. I literally called from that parking lot, went to another detox. I was at that detox for, I want to say 14 days. Uh, no placement around that time of year. It was around Christmas time. Yeah, it's tough. There's not um, enough, fuck, there's no, not enough no, fucking There was no there. holdings available. There was literally nowhere to stick me. And, like, the, the counselor was like, listen, go get high and hit another treatment. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I just couldn't believe it because I didn't want to do that whatsoever. But but nowadays, man, that's like fucking playing Russian roulette, Absolutely. man. That's, like, that's uh, the other thing. You, you have can't no, tell somebody to go so get high. I had, I, I was using a disgusting amount prior to going away for that two days before and getting kicked out. And, uh... I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go. So I went from parking lot, I went and copped and right to the other parking lot of the other facility. I used like one-eighth of what I did two days prior, and it knocked me on my ass. Yeah. So my tolerance went down ridiculously significant in, yeah. <laughs> in that short amount of time. Crazy. And that, well, that's a scary thought. Who scary knows what you, what you had. Too. Right. Um, so bottom line, another, uh, another, yeah. another detox treatment, um, 14 days I was there, no placement. Um, what did I do from there? I went to, oh, another back-to-back. So parking lot to parking lot again. I was in that one for 34 days with the C- uh, detox and CSS, waiting, yeah. waiting for a place to go. They told me I had a place to go. A snowstorm hit. It shut everything down for a day. Uh, the next day they told me I wasn't going anywhere. I was going to a homeless shelter in Waltham. I'm like, Cool. Um, went out to went out, stayed sober the whole time. Went out to a homeless shelter in Waltham, um, and stayed there for a month. Imagine that. That's that's the answer to treatment. Yeah. Like I I, I want this. I want to be sober. I want to go to treatment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got a bed in a homeless shelter for you. Yeah. yeah you know? The the disgusting part of the the homeless shelter and all these places like how quickly I fall in and feel very comfortable at where I'm at. Yeah, well, here's dude, the thing. Your, your standard of living has yeah, been no, just like know, progressively. Just like, like, I'm like to my bunkie, hey, That's what's right. up? And like a, yeah. little, a little bit more. All you smell bunkie. is feet and yeah. ass. Yeah. And it's I, like, yeah. oh, wow. I was in the corner bunk. Uh, I, I fucking made my bed. I loved it. I, I like, like I actually had no problem with it whatsoever. Yeah, I, I became friends with my bunkie in turn. So fast forward 30 days from that, I had called a friend of ours, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I said I needed help. I was on the stairs in the homeless shelter. Um, this is still in the middle of the winter time, and I had been gone from my mother's house for quite a while. I didn't want her alone. Um, Jimmy had got me into a place in Weymouth um, right overnight, so I was literally going to leave the next day, go home, wake up the next day, and go to treatment and like for long term, and he was going to help me out with some scholarship stuff to get to a, a decent place. Yeah. I took my bunkie home to my mother's house and let him live in my bed, got him a job prior to leaving. <laughs> like I don't know how this works out. Weird side story, but yeah. Um, so he's he's going from step one to step twelve, <laughs> yeah, skipping yeah, everything yeah. in the middle. I, I had admitted that I was powerless, and now I'm, I'm helping others. Helping <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Normally, normally it would be a female, and you yeah. call that the thirteenth right. step. Yes. But yeah. you know, one and twelve, yes. thirteen. Boom. But, uh, his name is Mike. He's a good friend of mine still to this day. Uh, so it, it was a success. Nice. Yeah, it was a success. His, uh, cool. his girl was in a battered woman shelter with her, with their kid because that's the only place you can have kids out in uh, mm. out in Worcester. So they were talking, but they couldn't see each other much due to travel. Uh, my mother, I just wanted somebody there with my mother. I liked this kid off rip, so I said, "Come home, stay there." I got him a job. I said, "Pay pay my bills while I'm gone." He, 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 he did. He, he did. Wow. Uh, I went. I went to the uh, a, a place in, in Weymouth for. I think I was there for like 32 days, and they, they put me in a holding for another 30. Uh, meanwhile, doing I did um, some scholarship information. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
like 15 days into the holding, I had found out that it all got denied. So now I'm back in stress mode. Like, here I am again having to hit yeah. the reset button and do all this shit over again. And uh, a friend of mine called me and told me that he, he knew of a place that I had just found out about. I didn't even know existed. And it, it sounded right up my alley. It was um, a 12-step retreat style. Um, and I was extremely fucking ecstatic about said place. Now, what do yeah. you mean by that a, a retreat style? Like, it's... It's it's a sober house considered, but you're on restriction. You they bring you through the steps. You do one, two, three, four. Um, write a four step, read a fifth step. Um, you know, move on from there. They they mark off. But yeah, you you do all this where you live. Yeah. Like, boom. Like right. so you're, you're immersed. You're, you're immersed in the twelve steps house, and recovery. But no working. There's not like a working sober house. No, it's like not, you're, it's no, an in house not, treatment program. You, you have yep. to do steps one one through five with well and then you you make some amends and stuff like that and then the, you can go off now it's this the brook yeah yeah so the brook retreat yeah we can talk about it yeah right. uh, be about I, it be I about used, it i used to i grew up uh part of the time over on brook street in uh carver though yeah. like right down the street like my yeah. first job yeah was probably right next door to where that brook retreat yeah. retreat place is yeah. yeah so um bottom line is i didn't get any of the scholarship stuff i was nervous as fuck again uh, again jimmy called me and said um you know, he's like, he's like, they're gonna let you in. Whatever, can, when can you go there? Call one of the owners right now. So I made a call, um, and they said, when can you come? I said, fucking right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, yesterday, I went, I'm, I'm I went there. down I'm there. I'm already there. I, Look I was, outside. <laughs> I, I was so broken from the whole entire using thing to the whole entire trying to get placed thing. I was willing to fucking do anything that these gentlemen told me to do. It, but and that's the thing. Like all of these years, yeah. how many times did you try the steps? Zero. The only people I know. You did what you already always did, and you got what you always always got. got. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, and then. Yep. So, again, just to bounce back real quick, all the treatment centers I had ever been to, they had always told me go to 90 meetings, 90 days, whatever. What Mm. they don't tell you is that's a fucking precursor to take some action and ask somebody about some shit and fucking have it. Yeah, that's (laughs) ambulance ride on the way to the hospital is all that is. And and what what else it does is it. They they say it takes sixty to ninety days to form a habit. Yeah, right. so get in the habit of get going in the to habit of going to meetings, right. and be yeah. around recovery, right. and hopefully you'll hear something in that time. Right. Right. You know, yeah. like right. like for myself, it's uh, dude. I went to fucking meetings for a long time before I did any step work, yeah. and it wasn't like I walked in and they said, "Oh, there's Chris, hide that big book." Yeah. Yeah. No, it was there. <laughs> it was talked about. It was shared yeah. about. Not the way it is today, um, but. Yeah. It was always there. Yeah. I, I went to around. AWOLs. I faked it. Right. I lied. Right, right, right. You know? I See, came I around did. for a long time before I even knew the the steps were in the big book. Yeah. yeah. I read saying. it. Yeah. I read it yeah. there, but I, it talked <laughs> about the steps, but I didn't know you could actually I was, follow instructions yeah. that are actually in the book. I was misinformed by the misinformed. Like, I thought doing the steps was... Yep, I read that poster. Well, I read uh, that shade on the wall. Yeah. Yep, I'm that. Yeah. I'm that. I'm that. The, okay. The other, the other go thing, to tw- go to twelve and twelve, and yeah. and you know read a paragraph and listen to the other people read a paragraph, right. and that's doing the steps. Yeah. Mm. The uh, the other thing that I, the other thing <laughs> you know? I mean, back when I first started trying to do this thing, like I'm talking years ago, mm. um, there wasn't a lot of twelve step talk around. Right. You go to right. meetings, you hear war stories. They talk about how good they're doing then, but they never talk about how the fuck they got that. Yeah. Way. And yeah. and. Not, not to say that there wasn't people that yeah, were doing right, that. Right, you know, they just weren't. See, it's it was. I think it was a matter of somebody asking them to be a spot. Like it's like they weren't open about it like right, they are today. Right. They had the knowledge, but they didn't use it like it's presented. To like people like today. now, now you go to a meeting. Anybody willing to be a sponsor, take someone through the work. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, hands are going right, up. Right, that stuff wasn't said. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, it's not to say it wasn't going on. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, there was yeah. those there was those meetings that weren't in the book where everybody sat down and they read out of the book and they did right, that work. Right, right. But you so, know, uh, finally, finally, I didn't want to go there. There yeah. wasn't no chicks there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> finally, um, finally, I got. I mean, I got to the place that I was. I was literally praying to get to. Um, which look at looking back at all this shit now, it's like absolutely insane. And I honestly think that like. My fucking higher power was so ready to give up on me for whatever reason it was and just wanted to fucking check my nuts one more time yeah. and just let me fucking do all this shit. Every time I got booted or every time I had to leave a treatment center to go to another one or whatever, that was just checking my willingness, looking back at it. That's how it, that's how I consider it. Yeah. It's like, how how bad do you want this Yes, to, exactly. Right? Like how, how much like, more do you want to do? He answers all your prayers. Sometimes right. it's no. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know? Or, all right. Yeah. See what you do you, about you this. Want this? Throw this you, stop sticking. Okay, away. you you asked me for patience. Yeah. Here's a situation right. where you need patience. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, it's funny. The other day, 
I hit my knees and I was like, I, I was I was yelling. I was like, listen, I don't want you to give me a situation where I need patience. Yeah. I want you to just give me patience, right, right. you know, because yeah. I was tired of being <laughs> yeah, in those situations. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I could, you know, and, and it was okay. Yeah. I was fine. So, I mean, I, I, got, I got to this place. Um, there was some solid dudes there that were like, you know, there for three, four months at the time that had already wrote and read and all, you know, all the mm. stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, I fell in. I, I did everything I was fucking told to do. I, I mean, I, I obviously made mistakes, and, you know, I was corrected on them, and I never tried to make the same mistake again, all this. Um, wrote a solid-ass fourth step. Um, mm. Took me a long-ass time to write it because it was not... I, I didn't even list the resentments I had on people. I listed every single fucking person I had ever met that I remembered my whole entire life, and I knew that there was something somewhere. Right. Um, took it from there. It took me like a month and three weeks to write it. Um, of seven hours a day, five, six, seven hours a day, six days wow. a week. Yeah, um, but it's just crush it, get it out of it. You know what like, I mean? And you, yeah, you stay in that mode. It becomes what, easier. What the cra- and and don't get me wrong, fucking meditation and prayer mm. got me through that. And without mm. that shit, and like there might be naysayers out there that don't want to believe in that, but want to take this and leave this. Like yeah, like that shit is fucking huge with me because I am not the person to be able to sit still and write shit. For yeah. five minutes, let right. alone that right. amount of time. Seven or, hours straight. That's yeah, crazy. or or get get through it at all. I mean, like that's like I mean, uh, granted the the facility or the place that I was available, like that was available for me to be able to go through this work is epic because mm. I'm not the guy at all that would have been able to do this on right. the streets. Like it just wouldn't happen. Right. Um, yeah. Some people have to be in that environment. Yeah. You know. And right. Like I'm so fucking grateful for that side of it. But and um, you know, I I wrote and read this thing, and I again I had no idea what any of this was going to do for me. I just saw it in the faces of the people that I used to use with. That. Was but so you funny. you had faith that it would work. Absolutely. You had seen you seen yeah. people that There's it had very worked few for. People I have left in my <laughs> life that I used to use with or grew up with that are actually still fucking with us. Mm-hmm. And I yep. saw the people that actually went through this were a complete game changer. Yeah. And you know a lot of them. I'm yeah. not going to start shouting out names, but absolute complete game changer. I'm like, how the fuck? I was like, you know, uh, like yeah. in the back, like I knew it worked, <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I'm still trying to poke holes in it. Yeah, but I'm you're like, still this, suspect. They like, can't be, they're not that know. good of manipulators. I remember when he tried to steal this bag from me and tried to tell me something, like, yeah. trying to, like, check it. <laughs> <I don't laughs> He's know. not that good a liar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, He's there's no way he can be award-winning act. So, you know, I, 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 I listen I to everything they told me. I'd wake up in the morning, I'd pray, absolutely no matter fucking what. Mm. I, I, and then once I got to the point of making amends, that was a game changer for me. When I knew that I was actually clearing up and like actually getting the okay to move on with my life from the people that I had fucking ruined in the past, yeah, that was right. huge. That was absolutely huge. Um, oh yeah, yeah, just cleaning up some of that wreckage. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. And on top of that is like a lot of people like that haven't written a four step and have like yeah, I don't know how it's gonna work for me, whatever. Like I have literally never thought about any of that resentment shit that I had written down in that fucking book ever again. Mm. And right, like, mm. like. It's just it's crazy how that fucking is even possible. I still to this day don't know how it is, but now I know it is. <laughs> yeah, but but that's the thing. Like, you wrote it and you talked about it. Yeah, very short period of time. Right. Like all these people. Oh, I've been writing my four step for five years yeah. and I've relapsed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why? Right. Write the fucking thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it. The first time I ever went to see a a, a counselor, right? I had to sit there and tell my story. I was more fucked up when I walked out of there than when I walked in. But (laughs) I kept going. I kept going. I kept going. You know? Like, you can't just think about all that shit and then stop doing the work. Because now you're all fucked up. Yeah. You know, yeah. all twisted up. Like, ah, that's why there's a process that you're supposed to go through. Right. Yeah. So I, I, um, you know, I, I wrote and read. I made some amends. Um, I moved to, we'll call it, I guess, the graduate, not the graduate house, like just an- another step towards real life that mm. they have. Um, another moved, phase. Uh, yeah, another phase. I, uh, I I went there, and um, my six-month date at that at that facility was um, up on October 1st, and uh, I, I got the avail- I got the uh, option to become the house manager there, which was like a fucking nobody would have ever done that. <laughs> Who the fuck? Like yeah, <laughs> it's it's, not, it's who's not, the house manager? <laughs> yeah, right. Are you sure you want to do yeah, that? I, you know, what I, mean? I still get that from <laughs> some of the people that know me that are in sobriety that know me the best and like really do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like how how is this even possible? I said I, I said it to Tom earlier. I was like, dude, the kid was a hot mess, and now he's like house manager over there. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I mean that's I mean that, that was like that means a shit ton to me and the people around me for sure. Right, but like right. What, what like what the what the Brook and the people there and everybody around me there and all that. Shit has done for me is absolutely that awesome. shows you that what you did 
worked. Right. That gives you some right. Because I, I don't know what I yourself. look like. I'm it, still out of. Yeah. Listen, I am a fucking mental case. I could put 15 people that I was with today that would tell you that I'm absolutely out of my mind. Yeah. But, but like, we can I, be out of our minds. That's just me, apparently. Yeah, yeah. we can be out of our minds. We can do that it. shit in recovery. There is nothing you know? I can do about it. It's how I deal with certain situations now is a complete different scenario. Yeah, as long as but, we're not hurting people, you yeah, know Yeah, exactly. I mean? Like, if people don't come up to me call me a scumbag today. That's fucking great. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely great. I didn't jump over any stupid counters with masks yeah. on today. I am doing well. Like, dude, I thought, <laughs> I thought my name was... You today? What? <laughs> I thought my name was Screw for the longest time because that's what I... Oh, get the fuck out. No, Screw. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Crazy. So, um, you know, it's just like, and like writing, um, writing inventory and stuff like, uh, maybe three months ago, I was writing a shit ton of shit ton of resentment pieces. And then just recently, everything I'm, everything I prayed for and had faith that I get back is coming back. I got a fucking awesome girlfriend. We've mm-hmm. known each other for years. She knows where I was at. We always kind of wanted to get something together and never been able. It's never been the right time. I divorced her baby daddy type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's got a daughter that know my daughter. We've hung out together before, but now like we're with each other. If it wasn't, if it wasn't her, it wouldn't be anybody. That's a fact. I had no yeah. fucking plans on getting yeah, a relationship. Yep. She's mm. very understanding of where I'm at. Would do anything for me. I'd do anything for her. We have a good balance. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, like, and that's huge. Then, like, I, I, my ex wife had contacted me. I started talking to my daughter again. Me, me, my ex, and my daughter went out to breakfast. Um, I was invited for a birthday party. Uh, like, and then, like, she dropped some bombs on me, like, oh, you can start taking her. And, like, just recently, me, my new girl, her daughter, and my daughter all had, like, a Santa day together, which is fucking insane. Yeah. So, bottom line is, my resentment pieces turned to fear pieces. I'm not I'm no longer writing resentment inventory <laughs> yeah. now it's fears. A lot of lot of weird fears <laughs> that I knew I was gonna have eventually, just yeah. not all at once. Have yes. all cropped up literally overlapping each other. Cause what's, but, yeah. I mean, just doing the stuff that you're supposed yeah, to do. Yeah. Like it's, you can't see the change in yourself. Yeah. But others right. you know, Absolutely. they see it they see it long before we do. Yep. You know, it's because it, yep. we're still stuck in that, you know, shitbag neighborhood. Yeah. You know, like we can still yeah. like self doubt and, yeah. and and you know fucking just rip the shit down that we're trying to build up. Yeah, you know, right. in habit seconds. Of, oh. Habit of uh, loving yourself is is a slow to come. Yeah. So yeah. tough. Slow. Yeah. So tough. Like that's yeah. what I'm trying to work on now. Yeah, it's, like it's easy to feel guilt and shame because that's what we used to. Yeah, to yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying will, to. I will live. I will fucking wallow around and like scrub myself up with all that. I can like <laughs> I can everything out here. I can I can love it until it fucking bleeds. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. This way? Yeah. 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 How do I do that? How do I do that? You know? Like meditation and and like positive affirmations. Like, dude. There you, was, know, you have no idea yeah, how, was, how much that shit works. There was no bullshit. There was one work. day about three months, four months in, I had just gotten off restriction. I was able to work. And like it was my first my first time not praying and not meditating in the morning. Yeah. And the kid I was working with at the time, like, I was fucking straight out of my mind. Like, just like yep. that. And, like, I I was called out on it. I went home, I wrote some inventory, and I never fucking didn't pray or meditate another morning. Because I knew how quickly that can flip on me. Yeah. And that scared the shit out of me. Oh, I, people, it, it, it bugs me. People are like, I don't have time. I don't have. Yeah. Motherfucker, Bullshit. get up 15 like, minutes earlier. Yeah. It's, it will not kill yeah. you. Yeah. It yeah. won't kill you. Yeah. It, no, serious. It and if I if I if I'm like going like if I start speeding along because that's just what I do, I take fucking two goddamn minutes and go just rest and just breathe for a minute. Yeah, and that's huge. Yeah, like because yep. I'm go pa- go go. Pause go. when agitated. My brain or goes one million miles yeah. an hour, and my body's getting older, so it goes like thirty. But you know, yeah. <laughs> 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 like I'm just constantly go go go. And in order to slow myself down, prayer and meditation are huge for me. Yeah, and. Everybody always thinks, oh, I can't stop my mind. Yeah. That's not the goal of meditation. Yeah. Yeah. It's not no. the goal. Yeah. The, what it is is being able to still, still sit still yeah. while that circus is yeah. going on in yeah. your head and not attaching yourself to it. Right. It's right. like, okay, I see you. I see what's going on, but I'm still going to concentrate on my breath right now. Yeah, yeah. So, I, was, I, I was I was, uh, taught to, to let the thoughts come. Yeah. yeah. Acknowledge the thoughts, yeah. let the thoughts go. Yeah. You know, don't identify with the thoughts and always come back. I always have an anchor, so the yeah. anchor would be you, your breath. You concentrate on yep. the breath. Back in the day, it was 
put the thought on a log and float it down the river. Jimmy Jimmy Bradley. He said he said I can't log. He said I can't meditate. And that, like before, I was like really into it. I was like, dude, this is what someone told me. Yeah. <laughs> and like we were talking about it one night. Yeah, and he comment, he's like, thought on a log. yeah, put the thought on the log and float it down yeah. the river. The other the, me, uh, speaking of, speaking of Mr. Speak, speaking of Mr. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Bradley, okay, I was with, well, I was works. I was with Jimmy last night, and we were also talking about um like random stuff, like as far as getting getting sober, getting well, whatever you would like to call it, like consist of in fucking like mindless stupid stuff. Like I was told to put away um, shopping carts. Yeah, how the fuck would any normal human being ever link that to sobriety? But that is such a goddamn truth. Oh, oh, like when you come out of the store, put your cart in the corral. Yours, yes, somebody's if it's right there, Huge. pick up some trash. Don't Huge. throw fucking yep. cigarette butts on the and, ground. Like I go home every day with fifteen fucking packs of cigarettes in my back. You know what the you know what the mind blower is? That this is coming from Jimmy Bradley. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> like I know. he's like he's like one of my go tos. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> can't get right yeah. for years. Yeah, can't right. get right, and now it's like what? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, that what? just shows me like, that, it, like me, me and my friend that's sitting on uh, away from the camera. Yeah, we, we were just having this conversation the other day too. That if you actually drop something on the ground, say so just even fucking by accident, say so take a wrapper, a cigarette wrapper, whatever, and you get like ten feet away, and you're just like, fuck. It, yeah, it's owning it just, you. It's literally <laughs> going to melt your brain until you turn yep. around and walk the ten feet to pick it up. And throw Dude, it away. I drive down the road and I see like a bag of McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. it's like, I was walking oh. around Crescent Street Plaza in Brockton today, picking up shit with my my girl's four year old. Yeah, like just I, I pick. It started with a can that was next. Uh, to the dude, car. I'm at the laundromat. <laughs> I'm at the laundromat. I'm picking up everyone's fucking dryer sheets and shit. Like, really? Yeah. The barrel's right there. Yeah. Like, you saw it fall out of your t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I think that uh, that that it's it's you you get to and respect yourself. Yes. If you can do something good, because. It's who you are. Right. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I see things people leave around all the time, like on job sites or whatever. It's like, oh, I could pick up that whatever it is and put it in my pocket real quick, but that's not who I am. Yeah. That's mm. not what I do. I respect myself too right. much right. today yep. to, to be that person who does yeah. that stuff. Because yeah. I know that if I, if I do a little thing like that, it's going to lead to me not respecting myself enough, and then it's going to lead me me down the path of, of doing more and right. more. Yeah, more like, right. dude, being, being at the counter at Dunks. Hey, I had a terrible shot. Now. Yeah. You didn't charge me. Yeah. Most of the time, they're like, all right, whatever. But I I said something about it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. You know? That's right. See, I, I Those absolutely. Little things. The, the other thing with me that's you just springing off of what you just said, like, re, like, one one thing will lead to another thing. So, yes. like, doing something wrong, one thing, and knowing I got away with it now will lead me to doing it again and again. And then it fucking snowballs. Like, snowballs. Li lying, lying to me. I do not fucking lie. I will not fucking lie. I don't give a... Like, that is a huge part of my story. Yes. It's, a, it's it amazing in, how much lying is a part of the culture. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? Well, aside... Liabetics. Yeah. <laughs> aside, aside from the drug addiction thing, lying was a big thing back in the day. With, yeah. Like, get, trying to get out of trouble or whatever the case Anything, may have been. Anything, yeah. Yeah. The first so, thing you did when you were a kid. Right. And Can't when tell I, your mom you, yeah. you smoke yeah. cigarettes or whatever I, it is. When I became an addict, I obviously ran with that. Like, everybody yeah. does. You kind yep. of fucking have to. It's yep. not like a... It's, and, you know, it's funny. I work with guys and, you know, hey, yo, can you tell her that? I was with you yeah. tonight. No, nah, dude, I don't lie for me. I'm not lying for you. Yeah, like, that's sorry, a good bro. one. Yeah, that's, good like, I that's where it starts. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I know for a fact if I tell one lie, that lie, just to cover that lie, is going to take another four lies to cover that lie, and those are just going to... Hey, you don't off. lie, you don't have to remember lies. It's, it's so easy. Crazy. I just had this conversation again so with a gentleman sitting across yeah. about unlocked phones. You want to look at my phone? Yeah. I have never been able to do that ever in my I don't, fucking life. You wanna, bro, you wanna there ain't no, pass, my phone? ain't no password <laughs> on my phone. I got no password. I don't have nothing to worry about. I don't have nothing to worry about. Like, go ahead, easy. scroll through it. Uh, uh, fair to say, you'll probably find something that you don't like yeah. or that bothers you, yeah, but right. it ain't anything yeah. I'm doing wrong. Yeah, it's just something that right. you're you not going to yeah. agree with. Yeah. It's, and yeah. it's not necessarily something you're doing wrong. It's something you don't want people to have access to either. I mean, yeah. sometimes right. you don't want people to know your password, your bank information, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 well, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but you're talking about significant others, like, you, you know. Oh, oh yeah. You want yeah. to see my text? Yeah, It sure. does feel good, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. You don't have to worry about that shit. No I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. I, I lied one time. That I know of. I mean, obviously, it might it might have snuck out that I didn't get called out, and I literally wasn't mindful of. I, that I don't know. Yeah. But I lied one time on purpose, and it consisted of something for my daughter via my ex-wife, and I were talking about an insurance thing. Mm. And I had to call to see if I could get her on mine, and I had to say that she might live with me shortly thereafter. 
just to see. That, listen. But it was a lie. No, I'm, I'm, I was just about to fucking justify it. It doesn't matter. It was a lie. But it was. To, I was just saying that it was um, that she might be living with me shortly. I'm not sure yet. Just to see if she was able to get on my insurance. Yeah. That shit bothered the shit out of me. But, yeah. but lying all the time is like you're not living in reality now. So you get a situation in life. Mm. Oh, I could just say that. Yeah. And then mm. you start to kind of believe mm. what you're mm. just saying yeah. that. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? You're not right. being barren. Bearing the full weight of your actions is like this is the way it is. Right. Mm. I'm, I'm going to tell you w- what I want, and 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 I'm not going to lie about it to save your feelings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And this is the way it is. This yeah. is the yeah. real yeah. situation. Yeah. And if you sit there and lie, and you you come up with the, like even just simple like I'm not going to work today, or just tell him you're sick, or tell him this, or tell him that. No. I'm just telling him I got stuff I got to do, yeah. and I'm sorry. I just I can't come in. I ain't going to be in. Put me in for a sick day. Thank right. you. Right. Whatever yeah. it is, yeah. Yeah. right? Because you live <coughs> in reality, and yeah. you can respect yourself because yeah. of that. Yeah. You don't have to get you're involved. Just gonna be, if you're going to if you're going to tell bullshit. the brutal honest truth, and you're the one in the wrong, dude, you just got to be. You got to have the balls, and like you just got to yeah. be able to take it, dude. That's right. Yeah. Hey, I like, fu- <laughs> I fucked up. Yeah. yeah, like I hey, uh, all the time. Yeah. Hey, I just fucked up the I brand new truck up. that you we bought that cost 150 yeah. grand. Um, Not like, so. oh man, I was in the Shaw's <laughs> parking lot and some dude. Yeah, yeah. some no. dude. Yeah, and, you know, some I don't know what happened. Yeah. And not a once have they said, "Are you fucking certain?" No. Okay, we'll yeah. take care of it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, mm. you, you get know? in trouble when yeah. you do lie and you get caught up in it. You don't get in trouble <laughs> yeah, much yeah. when you fucking tell the truth. No. It doesn't matter what it is. Own your shit. Yeah, you want something major, they might look down on you for a couple milliseconds until they realize that you just fucking told the truth about the major shit. I I had a I know I have a friend and I want to get him on here, but he made a financial. He's making it still, but he made a financial amends where he came clean about a hundred thousand dollars. He walked in and said, "I'd rather go to jail than use again." You know what I mean? And Mm. I want to get him on here, but uh, he's like, they're like, they're just like, okay, well, we'll put you on a payment plan. We're glad you're getting yourself together. Imagine that. That's crazy shit. That's crazy. (laughs) Right? But yeah, we're uh, thankfully I'm we're not in that position because I would have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, well, we, but, yeah, uh, we went, we went. Yes, dude, it was great to have you on. Hey, yeah. Thanks, uh, boys. Thanks, you know, much, I'm, much I'm glad we ended up at um, the recovery yeah, graffiti every, thing that night. And you I'm were glad, like, ah. I'm glad we're sitting at this table together. I know. A very short time ago, Chris, we we weren't meant to be here together. Right. <laughs> right. It's crazy, dude. And everything happens to every time. Ta- thing there's a time. Yeah. Like nothing happens by accident. Absolutely, that is that is the motto. Not of my higher power life. world. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that is the motto. All of right. Life. So once again, lolterms.com. dot com. Um, please like, subscribe, share. Life terms podcast. Yes. Uh, and I think that's about it, right? That's it. All right. Thanks again, Seth. And Thank we you out. Very much, boys. Peace. Peace. Bye.